Hello, welcome to Circuit and Gear, a podcast where we talk about scenic automation and other interesting tech stuff. I'm Gareth Connor. I'm Christian Bassey. And I'm Cody Green. Fantastic. <laughs> so we've got a couple of, uh, it should be a short podcast. I like to say that. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Start there. <laughs> we've got a couple of uh, good topics tonight. Um, and we actually have a couple in the queue, I think, also that got written in. Um, and that we'll be attacking on future episodes. So thanks to everyone who has written into the podcast. We really appreciate that. Please keep doing it. It's great to hear some feedback. It's awesome. Yeah. And that definitely gives us some fodder for the next uh, next episode. Um, but for tonight, we want to start off talking about um, a common tech support thing that's been coming up. As folks have been opening back up their venues and getting into their Christmas shows and stuff, um, We've been handling some issues with people who are doing vertical lifting with stagehands that really should not be used for vertical lifting. Um, and I thought it'd be useful for us to kind of, uh, I don't know, dig into that topic a little bit and explain kind of why you'd want to, why you'd want to use only a stagehand pro for vertical lifting and what are some bad ideas that you definitely shouldn't do. Um, and this is not to like, you know, cast shame on anyone for doing such things, but more like as a cautionary tale. If you find right. yourself in this situation, you know, um, it, some of these ideas are reasonable to, at first blush, but uh, hopefully we'll dive into the technical details about why you don't want to do it. Um, so we had a, somebody who um, mentioned that they were using a uh, old stagehand OEM card way back in the day <laughs> in the wayback machine <laughs> yeah one of our bad ideas was to sell just the raw motion control card um, and folks would build up their own cabinets around the card um, that's a pretty technically difficult endeavor so we don't do that anymore um, but they were using the stagehand OEM card and we're doing um, running them for lifts and um, had the correct thought that like the lift originally had been built with just a single brake mm -hmm. and they knew that they wanted to add a double, you know, a second brake to it. And we're looking for kind of the shortest path to get there, um, without, you know, dumping everything and starting all over. Um, that's foreshadowing. That's <laughs> <laughs> but one of the ideas that was floated around, um, and discussed the, Boing. Sorry, I'll stop hitting my microphone. Uh, floated around was, um, hey, you know, I really had like one break right now that's fired by the stagehand card. Could I put a set of secondary breaks, like maybe some caliber breaks on the lift and fire those with an FX? Um, so let me just put that to you guys. Like, so what's, what's, what's good, bad about that idea? There's a couple things. Yeah. I, well, good, bad. It's, I mean... Good well, I would say good was like, yeah, like good is like, oh yeah, I, I think we need more. We, we need secondary brakes because yeah. we want a, a more a reliable and better lift. And yeah, you want redundancy, redundancy in your in your system, which is like totally the right thought. That yep. is the the step towards the that's the right direction to be headed in. Right. Uh, and then after that, the bad <laughs> would probably be. I mean, the big thing there would just be trying to fire it off the FX would yeah. be mm -hmm. is is tricky. Uh. For a few reasons, one of the big ones being it's you know another network device you have to worry about the FX staying connected, being connected when you need it, being able to change the things you need. Yeah, like 
oh my i accidentally clicked not queued links or not links uh cues and oh the oh, timing's right, off links, yeah like yeah right. disabling links and yeah because yeah, let's let's talk for a second about like how so if you were to go down this path which we're saying you shouldn't do but let's just playing devil's advocate like if you were going to do it and you wanted to raise the lift you might write a what would your queue sequence look like you do like a, pr a pre-queue of fire breaks on the FX and then link on either a time delay or depending on how quick or fast you you know could do a time delay or completion or uh, something like that and then start your motion off of that on a on a on a link right and then you start moving your lift and then once your lift stopped then you would do a, another queue so you'd end. end up with like three queues per motion per motion right so you have like yeah. a release the secondary the auxiliary brakes secondary brakes whatever you want to call them mm -hmm. redundant brakes release redundant brakes move and that part of that move would be automatically trigger the primary brake right yeah and then at the end of the move engage secondary brakes by turning off the fx output because the first right. one would turn on the X, fx right. output to energize yep. Right? right yep and so what you were saying christian is that like but that that means that now you're talking to two devices for each of that that to fully execute the right. key sequence. If it somehow it you know disconnected while you're doing your while it's doing in the second queue while it's doing the move queue. It's never going to be able to re-enable the break. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, timing can get very finicky where you're on clocks on like where you are in your cycle of like yeah. what, on network latency and getting that. Uh, Right, because that's another thing, right? Is like Break the timing. timing of those two breaks firing is really critical, and the like you're saying, the network latency <laughs> is not repeatable, right? And yeah, you're like, oh, that worked great last time. We tried it again. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and then also just you want that very finely tuned between when your brake is firing, when the second brake is firing, and when the motor is starting to flux and actually starting to hold the load. Yeah, and you kind of just like hampered that in pretty drastic ways by moving that second the the larger brake holding the load yeah because worst case would be like you have a failure on the primary brake right so you release secondary brake release primary but it's already and it gets jammed open right you lose network connection to the fx midway through the up queue the primary brake is unable to re-engage i mean that's the reason why you use redundant brakes right mm -hmm. is to you know to Account for the failure. Account for the failure. failure. Yeah. yeah. So it's failed. You've lost network connectivity. The secondary brake just stays energized, but you've, like you're saying, yeah. the, f the motor stops fluxing. Right. And the next thing that stops it is the basement. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is not good. No, it's not, <laughs> it's good. not ideal. No. Yeah. Okay. So network connectivity, that's a that's a big one. Any yeah. other big hiccups that you see with uh, using FX? I mean, that's, I mean, that, that kind of takes it out of the ballgame anyway. Right, but like, right. I'd say the the I mean, from a just a genuine general convenience of actually using this thing, it's it's complex to write these cues. It's kind of a pain, yeah. Uh, and also just like, oh, I want to jog that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the jogging, right? <laughs> jogging, and then you're the one now in control of like, all right, now I'm gonna fire the FX, and let me make sure I fire the FX. Okay, now I'm gonna move the thing and make sure I put that back and. Yeah. Then if you're, you know, you can't just walk up to the stagehand for the yeah. lift, hit the forward button, and run it. Right. right? right. Well, no actually, way. you can. Wow. Well. <laughs> which is also bad. Right. Right. Like, you're, right. you're just going to drive through the brake, though. Yeah. 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 Hopefully. 
Yeah, and best case, best case scenario, you're driving through the brakes. Best case scenario, just drives through. Worst case scenario, you know, you're starting to stretch cables, you're starting to like yeah. introduce other potential problems, and right. you know, damaging the the mechanisms you have in place. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a that's a pretty good summary of like yeah. yeah. So the FX is and and I struggle with this sometimes because of course we love the FX like it's a good device but it is I would say pretty limited in what you should be using it for mm-hmm. like and yeah. trying to coordinate it with other axes is 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 tricky like it's okay if it's a kind of non critical thing but mm-hmm. it's a it's a totally open loop device right right yeah yeah. So it's yeah, because that being the other thing is you have no idea if the brake fired or not. Right. You yeah, that's the, true. You sent the the open yeah, you close the switch. Yeah. We think right, but those aren't all even like those aren't monitored contacts even on there. So it's mm-hmm. like we sent the command to close that relay. Right. Did it? We yeah. don't know. Actually, we don't know. Yeah, we're not monitoring that. Right. They're not force guided. They're not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because and then you're in that same exact scenario just talking about, which is it's driving through those brakes and like you think it should be moving like especially if you're in queue and show like it's yeah. then you're yeah it looks like yeah. things should be fine and it's definitely not fine <laughs> right yeah i mean i think in practice we tend to use those effects for i mean a we use them a lot more for inputs mm-hmm, honestly mm-hmm. um and like driving actions fx actions and then b when you're using them like for outputs it's usually for less consequential yeah like pneumatic things and like stuff. lateral like yeah. Oh, we've got this thing. It tracks on, and we want to just make it really stiff. So we yeah. throw the brakes when it's out, and it kind of keeps it in place. But like, ah, if they don't fire, yeah, it's just a little wobblier this time, and we'll figure out what's going on. Yeah, or like if you're doing like a like a simple like a very simple tab curtain or something like that that's just like swinging out of the way. Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. to, as a little bit of masking or something. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not something that you really want to like rely on as an interlocking device with an axis mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think in that scenario, right, like especially, especially this specific scenario with this theater, I mean, one of the questions was like, well, what can we do? Because we've got, you know, we have some funds, but we don't have all the funds yet. Um, budget's obviously a big part of the conversation. Like how do you get mm-hmm. there? Right. Um, and, you know, my recommendation is like, kind of put the money towards the thing that gets you the most safety the quickest. And so my thing is like, well, get the brakes, right? Like you definitely need a second set of brakes on there. So like spend the money on that, work out that mechanical integration. Um, And if you don't have money left over to buy a Stagehand Pro, which is the control that you should be using for that, um, because it's already built to do second brakes and it has a lot more monitoring circuitry in it and stuff. like you could rent them. We've got tons of them available for rent. And it's not like you could, anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about like what else you could do in the next bit, like how to use a mini, but it's not inconceivable that you could do the work yourself. It's just, it's not, it's non-trivial. Like it's, right. yeah. Yeah. It takes a fair bit of know-how and critical thinking and like right. just, you know. Right. And so if like, if you're, if you're gonzo for doing that, that's one thing. But if you're just trying to like, hey, how do I get the, how do I get that feature for the cheapest money, I would say the cheapest way is to rent a Stagehand Pro until you can buy it, you know? Because yeah. right. they're pretty cheap to rent. I don't know. But 
know, like hundred bucks a week or something like that. Maybe unless mm. I don't know. They're but they're inexpensive, and we have oodles of them. Mm. And then also you'd be all set up with the right connectors and stuff, so that someday you right. can put a Stagehand Pro on there. But I would say put them put the bulk of your money into the mechanics, whatever mechanics you need to make the machine right. safe. safe. So yeah, you're definitely going to need those either way. You're going to yeah. need that either. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And that stuff should last you a very long time. Uh, so the next one that, so the next scenario, right, is had a, again, had a theater that was uh, having some problem with a stagehand. They were actually driving a lift uh, with a stagehand classic, which is a, its own ball of wax. Um, but having some problems with that stagehand classic. Um, again, this was like an older system being dusted off for the first time in a couple of years. Everyone's a little rusty around the edges. And having some problems, and they swapped it for a stagehand mini, um, a, an old mini too. Mm-hmm. And the old minis, I think, have some. Well, these are all born of an era from again from before we did any <laughs> vertical lifting applications at all. Right, we were pretty very, very strict about it. these are lateral, lateral. It's all lateral on these ones. And so those old minis, like they would fire, break on, enable. And mm-hmm. you, so the idea with them, which I think was like, my heart was in the right place, but it wasn't like a great idea. In the end, I wish I had never done these things. Um, like the idea was like, well, you could take a mini and stick it up to your own VFD or your own DC drive or something. Right, it was like one step further out of like, we'll just sell you cards. Right. Right. Oh, I'll get you started. We'll get you on some connectors. We'll get you, but it's still that same path of like, you're rolling your own. You're you're wheeling and dealing. You gotta kind of really think about right. what you're plugging into where. Right. And I think the thing that bothers me the most is that I did include like a brake relay and a brake output. So you could just plug in a brake. Because it's like mm-hmm. it's better if you have brakes than if you don't have brakes. Right. Again, it's all lateral application, but still I'm just a big fan of like every every machine has a brake because it's just like turntables wiggle, <laughs> which is wiggle. And it's better if you just put a brake on it. Um but so with that breakout, but you're tempted to use it, which you should. And in a lateral lateral application, that's no big deal. But like the it fires on enable from the card. Mm. So, um, so they have some drive fault, right? The mini has no idea because there's no feedback on the mini classic from the drive, right? Right. And um, so. The drive faults, it's no longer sending any power to the motor because it's now in a fault condition and the brake is open because the Mini is still trying to run a queue or jog. I don't know which it was. Yeah. And it just drops the lift. Right. Right. And that's terrifying. That is, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now we, we run through the drive and feed back into the card and say, hey, we faulted. And then you'll close that brake up and right, it kills the enable. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And so, um, yeah, we run back and so the drive, the, the car does know that the drive is faulted and it does kill the enable, mm-hmm. but also the brake contactor is actually controlled by the drive directly. Right. So, so it's like kind of double knew double it faulted. So it stops before the enable. Gets right. Killed. So yeah. cause it's like the old way was basically the, the card enabled the brake, you mm-hmm. know, and then the new way, you know, new being like the 2007 way forward is like the card basically makes a request of the drive to release the brake. And then the drive determines whether or not it's, it can it can release the brake. Yeah. So, or it wasn't even 2000. I mean, like we started doing that in 2005 on the classics, right? But the, the minis, 
uh, to your point, Cody, like even the mini now can take a drive feedback. Yeah. Because that's what you're asking. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. That's, right. Yeah. So the, the, the mini, I mean, none of these we make anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. We don't make the mini, yeah. mini in any flavor anymore. Cause these things all get too convoluted, but the mini squared, which was like the, right. yeah, mm. the dual mini had that DB 15 or whatever it was HD 15. I don't know. It was the high density, uh, 15, like the VGA style. Connector. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that where the drive fault went back through? Was through that 15 pin? I think so. I think so, right? I don't know. It had two like D sub style D -sub connectors. D sub style connectors, and I don't know which one it was supposed to be on because you had. Yeah, because there was like a serial port on yeah. there too, which you could have used for Modbus communication to the drive. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever who went through all of that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you want to roll your own drive and get really, really into it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone did that, and I think almost nobody bothered. I mean, some people I'm sure did. Well, I, I'm not sure. In my, I'd like to think some people bothered to hook up the drive fault indicator, but mm -hmm. they came with shorter, shortening plugs, plugs that you could, yeah, yeah, jack into them, which was easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the mini though is so the mini. Not, so yeah. like yeah, so it so, is specifically in that like little window of like oh that that is bad that is very bad yeah yeah and so like Sorry. i guess that's the is there more to say about that like so the i mean i think the problem there is with using the mini is there a, is there a path where you could use the mini and make that reasonable like make that acceptable if i gave you a mini could you make that <laughs> happy i yeah, I think so. I think, but you'd really have to know how it would have to make its way to the PLC or to the, the VFD and either a PLC in there or some monitored contacts or, you know, through parameterization or something. But you would really have to know what you were doing. Um, and so it could enable and then really put its passing out break or, you know. Right. Something elsewhere. Yeah, something more similar to how I guess it's not necessarily releasing the brake, but it's asking to release the brake. Right. Yeah. So not plugging the brake into that brake output plug yeah. is the key. Yeah. Right. And instead right. devising your own safe brake release yeah. logic. Yeah. So not not trivial. Not trivial. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not trivial. But pretty Yeah, you'd have to be deep in it. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be like but that's a that's a pretty dicey situation. You're like, oh, not that break. Yeah, yeah. That's like a pretty hard spot, right, to be in. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So I mean, I think if you were really gonna do that, you'd probably like cap over that or something. That out, like yeah. remove yes. that output completely yes. from the panel, and yeah, that'd be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, totally fine in lateral. Like if you're doing that as turntables or whatever, like it's fine. Like right. doesn't really matter that. I mean, like yeah, it could be a little bit better to run it through the drive, but I don't think you're the risk is so low. Right. But on lifting, it's... On lifting, it's... It's the, a whole different ballgame. Yeah. And so, I don't know, what would, you know, like kind of do's and don'ts there. Like what... I would say like you'd, you'd probably... Well, you definitely don't want to use a classic right out. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, because it, again, was... It's... uh the older version of the apprentice essentially where it's yeah. it's still missing some of those redundancy things and it's still missing some of that feedback that uh because it's not quite as bad as the 
the mini. The mini where it's mm-hmm. like it's just enabling the brake as soon as you send the car to enable. Right. right. It is like, asking the drive yeah. to release yeah. it. But but you're still missing things like, you know, uh, overspeed detection, overspeed mm-hmm. detection um, full torque, zero speed, you know, with encoder feedback into the drive so it can do servo locking. Yeah. So when you let go of it, it doesn't let release the brake until it actually knows it can hold the load. Right. Because right. it doesn't have the uh, second speed encoder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So don't use a classic. Don't use a classic. Don't use a classic. <laughs> don't use an FX to run your second brakes. <laughs> no. Um, I, I think the mini... I would just let's just default to don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you right. really want to, right. let think, us know. I think technically, technically, like to be technically honest, it's like yes, it's possible, but inadvisable, right? It's right. like you, if you are having to ask that question, and this is not trying to be harsh, but like if you're having to ask, then probably the answer is don't do it. Yeah, right. Because if you know enough of what you're doing, you would know what you're missing and what needs to be implemented on your end. Cause the mini is a bit of like a Heath kit. I mean, it's like, Oh, what now? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wonder if I got away with it. I was like, do you guys even know what a Heath kit is? Oh man. Coming in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a little uh, DIY, right? Like it's uh no, there's no right to tell us what it is. Oh, you like you literally don't know what no, a Heath kit is? No, I have no is? idea what a Heath kit is. No idea. Oh, my God. I thought you were just <laughs> trolling me. No, no, no. No. Okay. That's why I didn't so, say anything, because I thought Cody was, too, and I was like, <laughs> I'll just ask later. <laughs> <laughs> so, back in the day, um, you could get a, a... There was a company called Heath, and maybe it was called Heath Kit. I don't know. But I, the you would buy from Heath Kit a kit of parts... Um, to make your own electronic devices. Oh. And so, like, you could, like, I made, like, a little radio, and you'd, like, send away, and you'd get, like, a little a kit of parts to make your radio, oh. and you would assemble it yourself. Oh. And you could make, like, an oscilloscope. You could make, uh, you know. Oh, that's cool. neat. That yeah. sounds cool. Mm-hmm. It was cool. That yeah. sounds cool. It was cool. It was, like, a, back before they called them makers. Like, that was mm-hmm. what you yeah, would do, yeah. right? So, yeah. Yeah, like, so I had, like, as a kid, I had a lot of like, little Heath kit things. Oh. I probably had, like, fill out a paper form. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ask your my first, parents for a check. And, your first example was a radio. Which is also <laughs> <silly>. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Yeah, and so, it's, it's you know, it was like a, it was a do-it-yourself kit. Oh, uh-huh. that so, is a great analogy. <laughs> it it makes sense. would have played yeah. better yeah. 20 years ago, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I think of as the minis. It's like it's a little bit of a build it yourself. It's yeah, a kit, definitely. Yeah. You know, it's like it's it's thought out. Like it's not you're not designing the whole thing from the ground up, but you do have to put it a lot together yourself. And and when it doesn't work, I mean that was the thing with Heath kits is like. You just got this box of parts, and when it didn't work, you're like, and this is where you start learning. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the real learning begins. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So yeah. So I guess that like, kind of covers like the, the some of the do's and don'ts, right? Yeah. Because the last one was um, another theater that was hoisting with a classic, but we kind of covered the same thing. Yeah. It's all it's all the same, right? It's like. Anything that's vertical, mm-hmm. it's like why I kind of steer away from like bothering to say hoisting because you're like, well, because sometimes folks, 
I just recently, maybe it was at LDI, someone was saying, that. I was like, well, you're not hoisting. It's like, well, a lift is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mean, pretty much the mean, same. Yeah. You may not be like flying a baton, but you're. Vertically you're lifting a load. Yeah. yeah. Fighting gravity. Often people. Yeah. I think it's just as scary, if not more so, because often you have people literally riding on it. So, yeah. Yeah, so speaking of LDI, we actually, we did go to LDI. How was that? It was a really, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was tiny. It was a shadow of itself mm. from years past. Um, it was about a third the size. You guys have been to LDI? Yeah, no. I used to go every every year. Well, it's my hometown, so. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that sounds really dark, but yeah, no, I used to go for fall break every year to go back home and. Check yeah. it out. And, it's yeah, like they usually stuff. fill the hall. Yeah, right? it's usually packed. Yeah. So this was, it was down to maybe a quarter, maybe a little bit more than a quarter. They just like basically moved the pipe and drape and, mm. and three quarters of the hall was empty behind the pipe and drape. Oh, wow. So both vendors and people just. Yeah, yeah. it was just really small. Mm-hmm. It was just really, really small. A lot of the big vendors pulled out which is a little, you know, like ETC wasn't there. Mm. Um, uh, Wanger did show up. So Clancy and Wanger were there, which was good. That's great. Um, But haven't, like, losing some of those key big vendors. Right. You know, it's kind of like losing the anchor store in the mall. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're just like, I'll see a whole wing of the mall go down. (laughs) You're like, why is it all dollar stores? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But on the flip side, you know, so it's, so the attendance was way down, mm. but the people that were there um, were great to see. And we did actually see a, a good number of people. And what was nice is that the folks we did see, and some of them were you know existing customers that we were like reconnecting with. And then we met new customers as well. Um, and the conversations were not rushed because there was not like some giant line. line. Of, people yeah. like kind of doing the linger yeah. outside the booth and you're right. playing that game. Yeah. And so, so it was really nice. You could really spend some time and, and dig into things. We sent a very stripped down booth. It was like a 10 by 20. Um, and we brought no machines. We just brought like our backdrop and some. Um, the big touch screen. Yeah. The big kiosk touch, touch oh, screen right. thing. And some video. Or not a video. Um, no, we just had a, the giant. Well, we brought our. Oh, the, <laughs> the TV from the wall. Right. <laughs> yeah. In our office, we have, a, I don't know, what, 60 something. Yeah, 65. Yeah, yeah inch TV uh, that we use like to display like our schedule and stuff. And we took it off the wall and sent it to LDI. And we set that up with Spike Mark on it. Yeah. And um, showed people that. Spike Mark 5 was huge. Like people who um, had maybe like had heard of us before, seen, you know, kind of been following us, at, but hadn't seen Spike Mark 5 were mm-hmm. pretty blown away by that. Like, because it is oh. huge. It is very different. Yeah. It's some really cool new stuff. Yeah. And so that was really exciting just to be able to show it off and, you know. Right. That's that cool. Reaction. That's awesome. Probably some like very genuine was like, oh, you haven't seen this? Yeah. But let us go right over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and then we also like bumped into some new vendors. Like we were close to the Subaki booth, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. Uh, we use their roller chain, and we've I've seen their zip chain. Like you've seen their zip chain. Like you've brought it up to me, I think, in the past too. I th- I've heard of them. I've never. I don't think I've ever used it. Okay. Like they are. It's kind of like a serapid. Yeah. I mean, it's not kind of like it is. It's a push chain. Yeah. It's another push chain manufacturer. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they make. I know them primarily as roller chain. Like. Yeah. 
but they also make a, a push chain. Um, but they were like next to the booth. Yeah, they had uh, like that crazy like uh, slewing kind of ring sprocket thing. I don't know. That was that <sighs> manual. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, no. What was that called? Like pin gear. Pin gear. Mm. Yeah, that was really cool stuff because I was really interested in their push chain. But I think what's actually probably more practical for us is that uh, pin gear stuff, which is like a like you said, like a rack and gear alternative. Yeah, it's like just like uh, flat bars with like spacers in between, and it's like a custom sprocket that like rolls along. Yeah, yeah it's like it's... having like a, if you took your roller chain and welded it straight. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and what I thought was funny about that was like it reminded me an awful lot of seaport yeah studio that one. is exactly immediately what i thought and i was like i wonder how loud that is <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we made this thing for espn where it was like a it's four panels yeah and they had a um like four panel led panels that had a stack up or make a, a a seamless wall and then off stage go stack up front to back so they had like kind of like a railroad yard like come out of plane to one another. Right, and like kick over into place. Yeah. Yeah. And so we made this thing where <laughs> we just <laughs> we just took like a million shoulder bolts and drilled and tapped literally. them. <laughs> literally. <laughs> and like drilled and tapped plates uh, onto the S-curves of this profile and then put a, it like, but drilled and tapped it at the pitch of like number 50 chain or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, is that when the tap arm came in or did you guys already have it? No, we already had it. Yeah, yeah that's good. No, the tap arm came in with the push stick V2s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing is badass. Yeah, the flex arm. Yeah. Yeah, the flex. Because that, that actually, <laughs> that was one of those tool purchases that, like, that was during a time when it was not many of us around. So I was tapping a lot of those plates <laughs> and I almost killed myself one day trying to, I had like a cart full of those uh, push stick V2 plates and I was rolling it over to the um, drill press and that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the the Rockwell drill press is a gearhead, and we use it for tapping a lot. It's got a foot switch for reversing and stuff. But those plates are big, and that table is not. Mm -mm. And so, like, I was trying to maneuver these plates on there, and the whole stack went over, and my hand was, like, in, in, like, the opening of the plates, and it got, like, kind of scissored between the plates. And, um, yeah. 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 So another purchase was made. So I was like, you know what? Let's stop doing this. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> bad. I'm gonna fucking take a hand off. Uh, yeah. So that's when we got the flex arm because then you could just like put the whole plate on the table. Yeah. And then that thing, the flex arm is it's like a, the, it looks like almost like a drafting table lamp. Yeah. Am I dating myself again? No, no, yeah. no, no, okay, no, no. Okay. Yeah, I had those. You did that yeah. with malls too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not getting younger. Um, it's like a microphone arm. Like a microphone arm. <laughs> like if you were podcasting. If you were a creator. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and it keeps the um, tapping tool perfectly perpendicular. Yeah. And you can, but you can swing that over the entire plate. So we have like these plates that are like 28 inches by 50-ish. 50. Or, yeah, yeah. Something like yeah. that. And so you can just like lay the plate down on on a table and then swing the arm over it and tap the bazillion holes that are tapped in those plates yeah. without risking life and limb. I couldn't imagine doing that S-curve <laughs> track without that. No, yeah. That seemed insane. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because that was just very slightly before my rejoining the company. Oh, and, okay, right. But we were in the other studio, and so we came in and saw it and checked it out, and we were like looking at it and yeah. stuff. And I was like, Ooh, oh, right, because you were for two. First, yeah, for one. the second you studio. Were two. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were trying to figure out like how to drive that thing, and that was one of those yeah kind of harebrained things. I was like, well, if we had like roller chain, but instead of like it being actual roller chain, we just do it at the pitch. And yeah. we're like, well, how do we get all those bolts in there? It's like, we just fucking tap them. <laughs> like, right. Who's going to the- tap them? Like, I don't know. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. Yeah. I think, yeah, it was like Andrew or something. I mean, like yeah, somebody just was like blah, fucking blah, blah, days yeah. tapping. But it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that bad because I, I didn't even see it. They did another room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't have to hear it. Yeah. But I remember during... I'm getting long-winded about this, but I remember like we were in a production meeting with the studio about that because the gig had been from the beginning that like it was not going to move on camera. Right. And at one point, the stage manager or whatever they call him in TV speak, but you know, the, the stage manager-esque person was like, so, but if we wanted to do this on screen, we're like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Like, how loud is it going to be? It's like, it'll be like a roller coaster. It's going to be, Really loud. Four roller coasters. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is it is steel sprockets hitting steel pins yeah. resonating through a box of aluminum. Like Yeah. That it was loud. Yeah. I was at Hudson at the time and me and Eric like saw it on Instagram or something like that. And yeah. I was like, Oh, that's a that's a crazy way to do that. Holy shit. And then we like turned the sound on and we were on the floor. <laughs> and I was like, "Holy shit, that's loud!" <laughs> it was loud, and that was both of our reactions. I was like, that thing sounds very fucking loud. It was very loud. Yeah, and I saw it in person, and it uh, it does it, not disappoint. Yeah, it doesn't disappoint. But I think mechanically, it's cool. Like very sound. Like yeah, yeah I mean, it's totally. There's no like stretch or servicing or anything. It just positively engages and yeah. finds its place. And yeah, because that LED was a crazy pitch too, right? Yeah, and it seamlessly. Yeah. Gets right in there. And that was one of the instances where it's like, well, look, you said the, you know, and, and they stuck to it. Like, yeah. they're like, that's fine. It doesn't have to go on screen. It was like, yeah. I mean, from the get go, when we got the request to bid on it, it was like, it doesn't have to move on screen. You're like, okay, well, if sound's not a problem, then like, yeah, this seems like it'll be good. And it did work. But <laughs> I do wonder if the, I, I wonder, because did you notice like in the uh, pin gear, hmm. like that, that's, they have that detail that they show you the difference in the pitch of the sprocket between that and like a normal sprocket. And that even the pitch, depending on like if you're doing a straight one versus a rounded pin gear, like they, they adjust the pinion. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm hopeful that that is part of the noise abatement program. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, does it have to hit as hard in so many places all at once on every weapon? Yeah. 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 But that thing seems pretty cool too. Yeah, cool. Check that out. Yeah, because it'll it'll do straights and, and rings Kirk, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, rings. Yeah, which I bet. I, like thinking of that, S- I mean, I don't. I mean, I think what we did in the S curve was fine, and probably was quicker than waiting for somebody, some other manufacturer to make something like that. But I also wonder if, like, since they do curves and they do straights, like, hey, could you do me a straight and a couple of curves in quarter arcs, and could I make another? You know, mm-hmm. could we mm-hmm. redo that same idea? Um, yeah, but do it with like something that was. Not completely made in house, and hopefully it would be quieter. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know how you would make that that idea quieter the way we did it. No, like slower. Well, yes, <laughs> drastically slower. Nerf pins. <laughs> yes, 
either. <laughs> Pool noodles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, uh, those distractions aside, I thought the LDI was great. I mean, it was, it was certainly a lot less than it has been in the past, but it was a lot of fun. And I think there's, you know, the face-to-face meetings, you just can't beat. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then emails are hard. <laughs> they <laughs> are. And like, I, ah, I'd rather swallow glass than do it that on zoom or something like I, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's way more fun just to go see actually people. be there yeah. be in person. Yeah. yeah. And if you're like, you know, being in live entertainment, it feels like we should go to the shows. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do the all right things. Get all your, get yeah. all your shots, get all your things for sure. And, but we're the one the one people back in live event spaces. So yeah, maybe we should try to make sure we're the ones going to live event spaces. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, I saw oh while I was there too, which oh, I'd never nice. seen before. And it yeah, was, it was amazing. Yeah, it does seem pretty cool. Did you have you seen that? No, I, that that is one I have not seen. Okay. No, I've seen. Well, actually, I don't know that I've seen any of them that are still open. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, I only got tickets to the ones that had open seats. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, these days it's pretty easy to get open seats. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Probably true. Yeah. Probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I had no problem getting tickets. <laughs> Day of. Day of. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw like the Chris Angel one, and the Elvis one, and okay. The, I don't think I said love. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I went backstage at Cobb. That show's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That seems crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. It's like it's just like it's like a different level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like here's the set. It's a giant forty foot robotic arm. Like, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like outer space stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I was saying as we were getting ready for this, like I got to remember next time to ask you about where to go. <laughs> like as somebody who grew up in Vegas. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want a fantastic burrito that's just like a half mile off the strip, what yeah. you're gonna want to go to is Filipinos. Okay. On Maryland and Tropicana. Oh, that's the spot. Right. That's the spot. Their breakfast burritos, out of this world. I will have to do that. Next time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And everyone can hear my best burrito recommendation. <laughs> if you come to me and say Roberto's, you're wrong. <laughs> Filipinos is better. I stand by it. Is that a common rivalry if you're from Vegas? Uh, Roberto's has like spots all across the valley. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like a local chain. It is also very very good. But Filipinos has like well, when I was growing up, only one location. Now they have two locations. Got but splitters. Yeah. Yeah. There's one that's it's really close to UNLV and so it's open up like twenty four seven and oh nice. I used to like ride my bike over there and get, get a burrito. Burritos. One time this is a, a silly yeah. story. But <laughs> <laughs> my friend wanted a burrito so bad and he had no money that he tattooed my name on his leg for a burrito from <laughs> Filipinos. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's that good. <laughs> All right. Yep. You asked. <laughs> yeah, don't go change in Vegas. <laughs> yep, that's awesome. Uh, so we're in the holiday season. There's some Black Friday stuff going on. It's the season to buy things, get things. Yeah. Yeah. Rule over things. 
Cody, what's on your hunt list? Ooh. When last we talked, we you were kind of uh, looking at some cameras. I was like flirting with cameras. You guys were on big camera kick, and I was like, still are, just kind of like <laughs> nibbling around the edges of it. Yeah. And I've gone full deep off the deep end looking at <laughs> Sony cameras. Like, yeah, the mirrorless world is siren calling me. Oh. Like every time I open, I don't know any browser. Like it's, <laughs> it's watching now. It's like Amazon keeps calling back, and BH has got like all the ads on. <laughs> everything i have yeah uh so yeah so y- you recently picked up the zve1 or e10 E10, yeah yeah, yeah yeah uh which they stopped production of did you really? see that i did no. not see that i saw that on uh on uh jared poland's uh oh camera yeah. update yesterday too good <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're having problems with um part shortages uh-huh and so they've just paused production and the i mean s- some people were theorizing that it's like so that they can because it's like all the same parts that go in their other crop sensor cameras right mm-hmm. so that they can keep producing the more expensive models yeah yeah so i well all right well that one the my lists on here i have a little list of the ones i've been looking at and it's got a crop sensor yeah flip out screen yep. like the full articulation which is mm-hmm. awesome yep 4k 30p video no limit yep is crop down right it's on 30p yeah yeah but 24p no oh 24p nice. no crop oh okay 4k 24 no crop that's pretty good yeah, yeah. The, the last note is unobtainable <laughs> so oh yeah because you were looking for the black one the black is totally gone yeah, you've got the little stormtroopers. Yeah, I get the stormtroopers. And yeah, last time I great. checked, Alan's camera still had stormtrooper ones. Oh, okay. <laughs> but keep going. I'll look yeah. this up while you're... Okay. Yeah, so there's that. And then so that's like at the the low end. It doesn't have a viewfinder. Yeah. Which is a bit of a bummer. That is yeah. a bummer. And then as soon as Not you... Not a bummer for video, but definitely a bummer like if, if it's you're doing yeah, for like, photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and so I was like, oh, well, what's like that camera? Do they have that camera with a viewfinder? Mm-hmm. The answer to that question is it's, no. Yeah. Well, I guess not that exact one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, like you can get the A6600. That's what the, yeah. But it's only got the tilt flip mm-hmm. screen. Like it doesn't, and it doesn't have all yeah, the same ports. it doesn't ports. have a fully articulated screen. Yeah. Yeah. So this, the Sony ZV-E10 in white is still available. Mm. 698. Six, it's, well, Wow. Is that just frame? Do you want me to buy that? Yeah, it's just the body. Oh, yeah, body yeah, yeah. But, but you don't want the you don't want the I kit don't want lens. the kit lens. No. no. What are you, okay. a chump? Farmer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a farmer, that's fine. I like you too. Uh, yeah, it's unavailable in the kit, but you can get the body on the Oh, kit. yeah. Well, that's fine. Uh, okay, so yeah. You can get yourself like a Sigma. Yeah. Oh, the new, sorry, the new Sigma 18 to 55 2.8 zoom. Mm. Looks yeah. like a very good like replacement for a kit, kit. lens. Yeah, like just a yeah. tear up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's 2.8. 2.8. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. pretty. And 18 to 55. Consistent aperture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very nice. And Sigma has some nice lenses. Yeah, and it's got huge, very, very good reviews. Yeah. And it's, so it's like the, that slots directly in without a thread adapter or anything, right? Cause it's, yeah, it's know, an email. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> so. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then the next was like, what is the ZVE 10 with the viewfinder? Yep. Uh, there isn't really one, but the closest would be the A6600. Yep. Uh, it's got, but almost, it's got just that tilt screen. It's just yeah. got the tilt screen. It's missing. 
Oh, it's uh, not USB-C. No, right. Yeah. It's Micro. Micro. Mm. Mm. It's unfortunate. Buy a brand today. new camera and feel out of date already. Right. Yeah. You're going to be talking about the Heath kits. Back in my day. It's got a D sub serial cut. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, so, and, but that's a pretty drastic. Like, so that's like, it's like six, 700 for the ZV10. And then yeah. you go for the 6600, which is almost all the same things. Right. And it's 1400. Right, like you jump Double. very fast. Yeah. yeah, like viewfinder's expensive. <laughs> it's it really. I mean, it 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 really is that, which doesn't make <laughs> any sense to me. Because right. like the ZV10 just seems like a fucking baller. Yeah, package. Yeah, uh, but yeah, because the A6600 doesn't have in body stabilization. No, it does. It does. 6600 does. It does. Have right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not great, but it yeah. does have it. Well, it's good for stills. Yeah. But doesn't not for the video. Not for video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh but the E ten does not. Does does not. Does not. Right. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So yeah, you do get that. Yeah, you do get that. Yeah. I should have put more things in my list. I didn't do full <laughs> spec sheets. I just tried to <laughs> no, no, hit yeah. the high, no, highlights. But yeah. But right, but you're like, but does that really add up to double? Yeah. Does it add up to double? And you're still in crop sensor. And you're still in crop sensor. And so at that point, I mean, yeah. might as well just go all the way to full frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm currently looking at, and because the yeah the A6600, if you're spending fourteen hundred, like you might as well spend yeah eighteen hundred. Yeah, right. So if you want an eight hundred dollar yeah. camera <laughs> in black, but with a viewfinder, if you if you just yeah you're gonna spend eighteen hundred. You're gonna spend eighteen hundred dollars. Yeah. So the A7C is full frame with yeah, the full articulating yep. screen. All the ports and things you want. 4K 30p. Yeah. Smaller body size. It's not big like the A7 III. Like right. when you, the side by sides, you're like, oh, I want yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like for a full frame, it's and it's got no record limit. Like the A7 III yeah. has a record limit actually. And yeah. 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 I think you're right. I think the A7C is actually like. I think this. I don't think the sixty six hundred makes sense. No. I think that the. I think the ZVE ten, if you could live with those limitations, does make a lot of sense because it's very cheap. Right. Um, but the A seven C is at that point. At that point, the, it yeah. makes the most sense. Yeah. 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 So next time we see you, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I can't wait to see what you do, <laughs> do next. <laughs> yeah, it's been in my cart several times. <laughs> <laughs> it was in my cart with such def- like just so definitively that then I started looking at lenses. Right. <laughs> because then because I was looking at lenses for like a crop sensor and then you like if you commit then you're like All right. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Then you you're looking at different different lenses. Different lenses. Absolutely. And then I was uh Yeah, you, like the 35 millimeter 1.8 is a seems like that's, a yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah, the lens. Right. Yeah, I mean cuz that's like that's the one you get. Yeah, I think it'll be great. I can't wait to see what you do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing this because I was when I bought the the Fuji XT4, that the Sony A7C was the one I was most tempted with. And I, as much as I love the Fuji, I'm to this day not convinced I made the right choice. Like I think that there's, um, like I was just shooting photos today with the Sony ZV-E10 of the Stagehand Pro 
Um, oh, is that four. what you used for those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I had it here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, I'll just use this. I mean, whatever. Just shoot it with the screen. And yeah. like, man, it does a really nice job. I mean, like that, yeah. th- that autofocus is like, is, uh, yeah. It's incredible. It, it's incredible. It's it, insane. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's definitely on the same way. Like, as like whatever, like, it knows what you're looking at. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's going to be very funny when I log into, like, my morning meeting with, and you're like, what? Cody's camera looks really good. It looks really <laughs> good. Look at that, that bokeh in the background. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like, it happened. <laughs> Slay 17. <laughs> That's going to be great. Can't yeah. wait. So, do you guys get anything fun on Black Friday? I finally got the magic keyboard for my iPad. Nice. Yeah, I'm over here without that on this table. Oh yeah, because I have it looking like a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> See, you guys, you've adjusted each of you, and I'm hyper aware of it. Adjusted the screen <laughs> the, the tilt, tilt a couple a times. Bit. Yeah, you're like, oh, just let me let me tweak that just a skosh. Oh, that's so much better. You're and like hiding a little, uh, like, yeah, I got a, I've got a little paper towel yeah. tucked behind mine, like yeah, a little, just a storage spot. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got room. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If you got it, flaunt it. Yeah. <laughs> and I really on. wanted it for the uh, for the light up keyboard because that was my biggest complaint with the the other one, the yeah. other case, the smart folio or whatever the mm. whatever it's called. It wasn't the feeling of the keys. Um, no, because I don't do a ton of typing on it. I just want to be able to see it in the dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't do a ton of typing with mine because it feels terrible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. The, and you've been looking at that for a while. Yeah, I should have just done it from the beginning. It's so much better, right? It's so much better. Yeah. Yeah. And then also the, like you were saying, like the adjusting it, I didn't realize how much I wanted that until I could do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And like the, you can just pick it up by the keyboard now and it doesn't like fall out. Cody right now is trying to pick up his smart folio <laughs> gingerly. What do you mean? <laughs> and I think the trackpad's nice. Yeah. Like having the trackpad's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So they, did they have a good deal on it? It's not like Apple to have good no, deals. No, not really. Yeah. I, they were doing like a $50 gift card so you can buy your Beatles albums or uh, whatever <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. It's like $50 off kind of. Yeah. It's kind of like it. I $50 mean, off asterisk. Yeah. Well, like you could rent movies or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess that's right. Yeah. Is it, wait, is it just for the store or like a, could you use it on other Apple hardware? Or I think well, I didn't really pay it that much attention <laughs> to it, but I think you can use it for anything Apple. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. No, that's not bad. Did you like immediately turn and burn and spend it on something or are you still, uh, you're still, you're no, sitting on it, it? It's still there, I think. I oh. haven't used it. Mm. No, I mm. haven't. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Did you get anything, Cody, for, on Black Fridays? No, I had I had severe. I mean, the the, the camera was in the cart, <laughs> <laughs> and then I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to do it. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then I, no, so I didn't I didn't I and I I yeah I had a graphics card in there and mm, that, which one. 3080? It was a 3080. You gotta go 3080. (laughs) I mean, yeah. 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 So that, that was tough. And then I was, 
Because they're in a similar price point. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Which is kind of nuts. Oh, yeah. I uh, that. Yeah, so that's the that's the big tipping thing right now. It's like, which way do I go? Yeah, mm-hmm. camera yeah. graphics card. Camera graphics card, yeah. You got some peak design stuff, Christian, right? I, oh, that is. I did also, like, aspirationally bought the, yeah, camera yeah. strap for the new camera. Nice. That I haven't bought, yeah. But like the wrist strap? I got strap? the wrist strap. I got the, the long. Yeah. The, and then also... Uh, more excited actually for the the clip. Oh, the clip the is cool. Clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one of those backpack and clips too. I don't have a backpack that I'm going to put it on yet. But <laughs> those clips are so great. They're really nice and they're really nice and like machined nicely. Like yeah, no. I'm assuming machined. I, yeah, I don't know, but no, 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 yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, you'll have to. We'll have to show it to you. Yeah, like it is like very satisfying the way it's mm-hmm. machined. Like yeah. just super like. Yeah, I might find myself with one of those. Yeah, exactly. I mean, at that point, in for like a penny, in for a pound. Yeah, be crazy like I'm not to. In. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an impulse buy at the at the register at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bubble gum strap. Yep. Did you get anything, Gareth? I got my AirPod. I got AirPods Max because they were uh, on sale. At, I guess I got them from Amazon, not like from Apple mm. Direct. Mm. Um, but Amazon, I'm on sale for like three fifty. Nice. Yeah. Um, over the years, which are great. I mean, they're in some ways. They are really, they sound very good. My favorite thing about them is, well, I have several favorite things, but one of them is like, the, I love the manual controls on them. Like they have a cool. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they do the hardware real nice. <laughs> yeah. I saw them today for the first time coming yeah. down to the shop or up to the shop, I guess. And uh, you're like, oh, I got them. I was like, yeah. Oh, sweet. And then you handed them to me and I didn't, I'm going to admit, I did not want to like them. <laughs> I think sometimes I see folks wearing them and I go, hmm, right. not ideal. Yeah. But you handed it to me and immediately like, I felt the little like snap in the, the wiggle in the headphones. Like They've got just the right amount of resistance. Yeah. And then I put them on and then I did the little turn knob and it's like got nice little like haptic feedback. Well, I, what? Yeah, I mean, what I learned was they were on my ears and I did the click, 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 and I was like, oh, that feels really good. And like the button on it has like a, a surprisingly large throw for a button and just right. feels really nice. Yeah, like just everything about them is just such fantastic engineering. Yeah. Uh, and then when I took them off and I realized that the, the digital crown is like completely does, yeah it does not have detente yeah but it sounds like it does it totally so does you think it does yeah yeah like it, i feel it in my brain when <laughs> my it, head, it definitely has it detents it does not yeah. yeah 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 but i'm not wearing them right now oh yeah yeah why is that gareth okay so it's 350 for the headphones on sale <laughs> yeah but I mean, obviously you're going to use them everywhere because they're the best and you can definitely use them for everything. Sure. And so how do they sound right now? Sure. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you because I can't plug them into this, the soundboard. No. <laughs> <laughs> Even after I bought the extra $30 cable so that I could plug them into the soundboard, I don't know why they don't work, but like I cannot just mm. plug them in. Plug them in. Because that's a typical just your USB-C to uh, mm. right cable. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. It's uh, it's lightning. Oh. <laughs> that industry standard. 
Because <laughs> there's yeah. not enough room, obviously. Of course. Wait, on those giant headphones. It didn't just have one of the like, little cables wrapped up in the case <laughs> when he got it? <laughs> or a charger. Oh. <laughs> oh, it didn't have a charger uh -uh. either. No. They were brave enough to not include the charger. Oh. Courage. Well, <laughs> Somebody's just, got to. What, are they going to put a little pocket on the bra to <laughs> keep it in? <laughs> yeah, that case is terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that sums up nicely the things I don't like about them. Like that, It's not clear to me yet why the passive audio thing does not work. And if I can get it to work, it, mm -hmm. boy, it sure seems like it better work. Because mm -hmm. like it, for the time, for the plenty of times when you don't have Bluetooth connectivity, like on an airplane, when I'm recording a podcast, when I just don't want the latency of Bluetooth, like, right? Yeah, I, you know, um, that's pretty annoying. Um, and then the carrying case is a joke. I mean, yeah. like that is, I don't right. know what that thing is. That the fact that they're like saving the world by not sending chargers and stuff, but yet they've made how many of those terrible little bras for your headphones? Like, yeah, I got an idea. Something you could omit from the next one. Yeah, yeah. No one will be like, what? No, but I wanted that thing. Yeah. And then they, unlike my Sony headphones, they don't really fold up. They just kind of turn flat. And mm -hmm. so they're, I, I don't know that I will travel with them anywhere because, I mean, they mm -hmm. just don't, like, go in a bag. Mm -hmm. Like, they're, that's kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they don't have as good of a battery life as the XM3s or XM4s. Mm. You know, they, they're short, like, 10 hours. I mean, it's like... They're like substantial margin. Yeah. 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 They're, they're significantly worse. Yeah. Um, I do like the magnetic ear cup thing. That's pretty cool. That yeah. is cool. So that you can swap out the ear pads when those, because like these actually are all busted up, the ones I'm wearing now, the bows that I have on my head, because they will take just a regular cable. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but anyway, generally very yeah. happy with them. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess the big thing too is. The noise canceling. The big thing is the noise canceling. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm one of those freaks that, like, uh, the noise canceling makes me nauseous. Like, so I can't use the active noise canceling. And the thing that I really grates on me with the Sony's is that it does not remember how you had it last set, like what mode it was in. It always, when you turn it on, it always defaults to noise canceling. So you got to bop through. And I know it sounds like a, like the world's smallest problem, but if you're also repairing it because it doesn't have like multi device oh, memory. pairing. Mm. Oh, so the XM3s, yeah. The yeah, XM3s, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The XM4s, I know, do. But the the ones I had were the XM3s, and you have to hold, you know, you got to hold down the power button to enter Bluetooth pairing mode and wait for the nice little lady in your head to say, like, you know, ready to pair or whatever it says. And then, um, but that whole time it's in um, noise canceling, noise canceling like, mode, and I just want to vomit. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It the, really turns my stomach to be in that mode. The Sony's, the XM4s, I think the 3s are the same, but they're noise canceling is like turbo yeah it's, like it's the most intense it's intense i don't have the same affliction right so, so it must i be great. love it like yes it right tunes everything out but like even when i first got them i was sitting at my desk here and it's like oh that is like i've adjusted <laughs> to it now but it is right. severe like yeah. <laughs> you're in like an isolation chamber yeah 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 and so and so the uh the airpods have pretty good um, noise isolation without active noise cancellation and then they remember what mode you had last set so like every time I put them on I'm not having to like bop through the modes mm -hmm. and then the multi um, device pairing is 
It's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Like it, the app, the AirPod stuff is great. Yeah. The AirPods like, oh, I open my iPad and it's like, hey, do you want to use these here? And you like sit down on your computer and it's like, hey, do you want to yeah. use these here? Yeah. And you open your phone. Like it's just. It's pretty seamless. Yeah. So. By far. Yeah. So that, so I'm, I'm overall pretty happy with them. I'm glad I didn't spend full price on them. They're still stupidly expensive. I mean, 350 bucks for headphones is crazy, but, um, better than $450. <laughs> <laughs> it was good enough to. I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, a, a, it's a bargain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can get that cable. <laughs> I can, that cable's only 30 bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you guys eyeing anything uh, for Christmas? Like for yourselves, for others? Well, cameras. other than the camera. <laughs> other than cameras and possibly a, a 3080 for myself. I've been eyeballing some uh, a gaming computer for my girlfriend. Oh, nice. And so we can like play games and stuff together. And so, yeah. So that's been like, and is that also in like that same like? No, well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know, I did. I I had this like really bad plan early on that was like, well, my computer's pretty good. It's nice. It's got a 1080 in it. It's got 32 gigs of RAM. It's got an you were nine gen i7. Seven. Yours? <laughs> like, yeah, that's a bad plan. Yeah, I, I, for like a minute, I was like, oh, if I bought myself, I built a new one for myself, and I gave her mine, then that would be fine. And I was like, that, that you, not... you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you save in money, you will pay for yeah. in blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not a good. That is plan. not a good plan. Yeah. yeah. So I've I've jettisoned that plan. Good. Good. Uh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I'm looking at some. I've looked at building, but it's, I mean, with the prices for things. hard to get. Components is tough. It's yeah. just tough. Like, I was looking at, like, a build that had, like, a 2060 with an 11th Gen i5 and, like, 16 gigs of RAM and, like, like uh, you know. Yeah. Like, tried to build it myself. Couldn't do it for that. 15 to 1800 bucks. Tried, looked at a pre-build. A thousand. Yeah. You're like, okay, well. Yeah, exactly. I like assembling things as much as the next guy, but like, but like not <laughs> twice as much. <laughs> not just twice as much. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so probably probably gonna go down that path. Yeah. What about you, Christian? Nah, just the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going Sony A7 IV, A7 IV, and then I'm gonna go with uh, the Sigma, the 24 to uh, 70? 70, 75, 70. Uh, two eight art lens, nice, and then mm. probably also the Sony one eight fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. Because mm. I mean, yeah, because it's like a three hundred dollar lens or something. It's right? like yeah. less than that. I, that yeah. It's like free. It's their nifty fifty. Yeah, yeah they're it's nifty like practically 50. free yeah. at Which, that point. I've never had a full frame to hit the nifty fifty, so that's right. like a totally different. Right. Yeah. On the crop sensor, sensor, it's like nifty fifty is like a portrait lens. Absolutely. Almost an eighty mil. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but that's what I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, but for after Christmas, right? At this point, yeah, right. right yeah, but it'll be like January, your holiday January one. Yourself. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll have to like buy mine, get here, show it off, so it'll be cool, right? Because if I wait, yeah, nah. it'll be old hat. It'll be old hat. Yeah, yeah you'll be like, uh, oh, did you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, mine's like that, but better. And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> How many megapixels in that sensor? Right. What's 24. It's awesome. Oh, oh that's, that's, cute. Still, that's like two thirds so of mine. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. That'll be what that'll feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I won't get this camera. <laughs> but it is like six, seven hundred dollars more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which from the original eight hundred dollar camera? This escalated quickly. <laughs> How do we triple? <laughs> is that because it's like twenty five hundred, twenty four hundred body? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're in it for at least. Three to thirty-five hundred bucks with lenses. Yeah, probably, probably closer to four. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be about four. Yeah, because then obviously you're gonna need another battery, you need SD cards, yeah, accessories. You know. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just get the A one. <laughs> I still wouldn't have the lenses is the problem. I had that thought too, but it's like, but I still then have to still get the lenses. Yeah, it's true. It's like a. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a beast. It's a beast. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a professional photographer. I don't need that. Not with that. Not without the camera. Right. Yeah. <laughs> camera first, attitude. and then I can be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For com- computer wise, I'm doing kind of the same thing. Uh, last year was obviously a very rough year, so we didn't do. There was not a whole lot of like uh, excessive Christmas buying, and I promised my eldest daughter, who's killing it as a comp sci major right now. Oh, did I tell you about the total tangent? Uh, the Microsoft, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. So um, she participated in the MIT hackathon. Oh, that's awesome. And um, and won it. Oh. And then got like a little invite from Microsoft to like share her, like some of her uh, solution and stuff. That fucking and, rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is <laughs> awesome. Pretty dope. Yeah. Do you know what it was for? The what? Uh, like a Yeah. Like oh, what? I don't know. It was like what the project was. Why are you gonna put him on the spot like that? Because <laughs> I asked him before <laughs> when he told listening. me the first. When I asked him before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember what it was. I mean, the, I mean, it was all like really invented, you know. Yeah. But it was yeah. Like, it wasn't. Uh, yeah. It, it was. It, it, some amount of cryptography, something, something, something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, super cool though. But it was cool. Yeah. It was very cool that she that she did so well at it, obviously, and then equally cool. I mean, I don't know where that if that's going to lead to anything, but like, just great to have even just somebody's name for Microsoft. To, like, yeah, yeah, next time you want to like for your next internship. Like, yeah, that would be yeah. cool. Well, so. she's in the big leagues, and she's like, "You have your own little software? That's so cute, Dad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like, "I wrote like something like that one weekend." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but so I promised that I was like, "I'll help." Because she wanted to build a. She's studying computer science, but she's got to focus in um, game development, and um, which is badass. Yeah, and she's very into gaming and stuff, and so she wanted to buy or build a new gaming rig. And I was like, well, I'll buy, like, at least some of the parts with you on that, you know. And then we just never did. So, like, in the end, I basically got her nothing for Christmas last year. Um, and so I figured this year things are better. I was going to make it up to her. And but and so at first I was like, I'll get her all the components that we were talking about, you know. But then kind of like you were saying, <laughs> component, like A, just getting the components is yeah, not a yeah. foregone conclusion. And then if you can get them, you're like, this is very expensive. I mean, like way more expensive than buying a finished PC. So yeah. I got her an Alienware with um, a Ryzen 5790 and an RTX 3080. Nice. Yeah. Which should be pretty dope. Yeah. And they like, it was 
just like like 10 days or something not maybe not even 10 days to like shipped that's yeah. impressive yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah so that's pretty dope how yeah. about how about chef's knives you have chef's knives on the list oh yeah i want some knives <laughs> I don't know. I've waxed on the camera so much. Yeah, I want some knives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at some. Just, yeah. I've been cooking a lot more within the last year. Like, I guess, yeah. yeah. Probably like everyone. Uh, yeah, oh, sure. Uh, yeah, and so I, I like getting some good knives. Get some good knives. Yeah, I've yeah. got like one, like, eight inch chef knife, like Wusthof, like, good, like, lower end knife that is like, like sharpened it a bunch and like oh, keep it yeah. going. And it's like you know, it's like. That one doesn't sit in the sink. It gets cleaned immediately. You don't want to mess it up. Like, right. I've got, like, my my one. Yeah. But it's not even that nice of a knife. I just, like, it's the nicest knife I've ever bought. Sure. Uh, it was, like, 50 bucks or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> sure. not a crazy knife. But, uh, yeah. And so now I'm like, oh, you know, I should probably just, like, rank up. You know, just yeah. go a tier Level up. up. Yep, yeah, sure. level up. And get, like, another, like, 8-inch and then maybe, like, a 10-inch. For some sure. other stuff, you know, maybe for a little pairing, like maybe like a little three set. I'm looking mm-hmm. at the Wusthof stuff. Your big question you asked me before was yeah, German or Japanese? German or Japanese? And, and I yeah, going German. I think German. Yeah, yeah. I like the Japanese knives. They look very nice. They're very fancy. They got yeah. that like Damascus, like fancy folds. See it in it, but right. But you were like, saying like the you're kind of paying for the. The process versus the product? It's, yeah, from my research. I yeah. mean, I'm certainly... I'm young in the game. <laughs> I don't have shepherds in the game like I do with cameras with you two. But, yeah, no, it seems... Germans make nice stuff. They do. They make a couple yeah. of nice things. Yeah. And occasionally they ship them. They, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be on the same boat with the SEW motors we want. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's it, right? That's the end of our list. Yeah, we, yeah. Got, we got more stuff for the the next episode. But how long have we been recording? Uh, over an hour. Oh, oh. I see a short episode, just like short I said. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, we're, I think we're more, at more tangent than original content at this point. But <laughs> that might be. That might be the yeah. So I hope you guys well, like. But hope, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hopefully, this is all right. If not, we'll give you all your money back. Um, <laughs> This is it for the. This is our last show of 2021. Next time oh, we'll. Wow. Yeah, next time we meet again on this show, it'll be next year, 2022. Yeah. Boom. So. We'll have lots of presents. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like we bought yeah, for ourselves. Yeah, and actually we've got. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then I think probably by then, not to like, sh- you know, shower hand too much, but then you'll be hopefully back from Vegas or maybe just in the midst of Vegas. And yeah, I guess it depends on how we, out yeah. there and oh, yeah. talk about a big, cool custom project that we've been working on and yeah, some other fun stuff in the yeah. works. So Questions from that you guys have sent us. Yeah. Yeah. We do have a backlog now of a couple of questions, which would be great to get into those. And yeah, it should be a good show. should be a good show. But uh, I hope everyone out there has a marvelous holiday um, and a happy new year. Stay safe. Uh, Enjoy yourselves, but not too much. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. See ya. Bye.